Guys, before we get into today's episode, I have a really important announcement I want to make sure you do not miss. March is going to be a really exciting month in the Primal Potential universe, and I wanted you to be the first to know that I am hosting a completely free training on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You do need to register, and the easiest way for you to do that is to just find me on Instagram and message me with the word tips, T-I-P-S, tips, and I'll send you the link to register. Otherwise, I'm going to make a point to put it in the show descriptions, but message me tips. It'll go to you automatically. Get in touch with me in any way you can if you want that link to register, and for some reason you can or can't figure out how to message me with the word tips, but that's going to be the easiest way because here's the thing. There's a lot of things that we want to be able to do intuitively, automatically, without so much hard work and effort. But to get to the point where you're doing it intuitively and as a matter of habit, you've got to do it intentionally. And that comes with a lot of challenges, whether those challenges are our own excuses, our fears of failure, All of the past times we've tried and failed that make us doubt that we can do it, or maybe it's social situations that pull us away from our goals. I want to walk you through a process of creating your own personal protocol that takes into account all of the unique factors about you, your preferences, your lifestyle, your most common excuses, your fears and your doubts. And I want to take you through that process live in a format where I can answer your questions in real time. And we're going to be doing that on this free training that again is Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Message me the word tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll automatically send you that link so it can happen really fast. You don't have to wait on my reply. That's the best and easiest way. I'll also, moving forward, make a point to put the link in the show description, but I really want you to be there. It is live. You do have to register. It is Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mark your calendar. Make sure to register. I also have some pretty exciting announcements Maybe the most exciting things that have happened in Primal Potential in the last almost 10 years or coming up on 10 years, I really want you to be there. Message me the word tips. I'll automatically kick you that registration link. If for some reason you can't do that, send a smoke signal, flag me down, find a way to get in touch with me. I want you to be there. Mark your calendar now, and I will plan to see you for that live training Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. 
Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Hope you are having a really great day today. I just have to say, before we get started, I'm feeling very nostalgic, very uh, emotional, but not in a bad way. Because next week is Primal Potential's ninth birthday. And I sat down to record tonight. It's about nine o'clock at night. Kids just went down. And as I was sitting down to record this podcast, I was like, I'm so freaking fortunate to have this work, to do this work, to have you guys tune in. And I just, I'm sure we'll talk about this more. 712 is the uh, nine-year anniversary, but I just want to say thanks for being here because it's such a love of mine to share with you guys. And I'm just grateful. So thanks for listening. A couple weeks ago, I had a coaching call in the consistency course. We're doing these weekly through the summer. They're usually twice a month. And I got off the call. It was like a Wednesday night. And I was so fired up by the call. The way that they usually roll nine times out of 10 is the time is filled responding to what's going on with people. So like, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm struggling with. Uh, I could use some help with this particular thing. Or, you know, I've been trying this strategy, but I'm coming up against this. And the things that come from that are so good. But after this particular call, I came inside and it was late. I grabbed my journal and I just wrote for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, which is a long time for me right now. (laughs) Felt like 100 years. Because I was so encouraged by this call and I was so motivated by it and I felt so inspired by it. And I wanted to make sure that I captured those feelings because I don't know about you, but I don't always feel really motivated. (laughs) I I don't always feel really inspired. And so capturing all of my thoughts that came from this call that we had means that I get to go back to them because I know that if I rely on my memory, I'll be lucky if I can recall 1% of what moved me two weeks later. (laughs) And it's probably completely gone. And after I did that, I was on a Wednesday night, that Thursday morning when I sat down to work, I wrote an email about it, Uh, not about the whole call, but about a few of the things that really I'm using right now. I'm appreciating right now. They're helping me right now. And I got such a response to that email. I was so glad that I sent it because I'm not a big email writer. I'm not a big blogger, uh, but I've been trying to do more of that because I know some people really appreciate having things written down so they can go back to them, (laughs) including me. I decided I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast. What the podcast allows us to do is kind of be a little bit more freeform, 
go off the cuff, go deeper into things. Whereas in writing, whether it's an email or a blog, it's kind of concise and to the point and we're trying to remove extra words, but the podcast allows for storytelling and different things like that. So I wanted to talk about it. There were a couple of things that came up around feeling frustrated with lack of execution. Like I really want this. I know what to do and I'm not doing it and I'm mad about it. What the heck? And (laughs) I think that's a really familiar feeling. I know for me, I have had that feeling, I don't know, a hundred million times. (laughs) No joke. And I don't doubt for a second that you have felt that too and wondered, how is it possible to want this thing but still make excuses and not do the work? Like, how is that even possible? And what I want to put out there for your consideration is that wanting it, whatever it is, that business, financial freedom, weight loss, whatever it is, wanting it does not lead to working for it. And for the longest time, I believed, I really thought that because I wanted it, I should just wake up and work for it because that's how it works. If you want it, you'll work for it. And these things are separate. Wanting it does not come with a side of working for it. These are separate. And I can't even count how many people that when we start working together, they're not even consciously realizing, they're not consciously thinking that these things go together, but that's how they're, that's how they're acting. Like, I want it so bad. Why am I not doing this? I want it so bad. Why am I not following through? I want it so bad. Why am I still making excuses? Because you've conflated these two things. You have the expectation that the greater your desire, the greater the likelihood that you're going to execute. And they're just generally unrelated. Wanting it and working for it are completely different things and are truly, generally unrelated. You have to be in the game. That is separate from wanting it. So much of our energy, so much of our attention, so much of our thought and the majority of our emotion goes into the realm of wanting it. I want this so bad. This is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. This is the outcome that I want. This is the change that I want. All of the energy is going there. That is a totally different container. That is a totally different universe. That is a totally different pathway than working for it. And when we find ourselves in a position where we want it so bad and we're befuddled that we're not working for it, it's because the container that is work is empty. The container that is show up, put in the effort, do the thing you don't want to do, put in the time, put in the challenge, push past your discomfort, go through the resistance, that container's empty. That container's not getting time. That container's not getting you. That container is not getting the blood, sweat, and tears. You have to get uncomfortable and do the damn work and stop putting so much of yourself into this wanting piece. The wanting is not just going to disappear, right? You need to shovel some of that energy, shuffle some of that energy, some of that desire, some of that emotion, some of that attention, some of that time into the work bucket. Stop waiting for it to feel easier just because you want it. 
Wanting it does not lead to working for it. These are totally different things. Now, here's the other really, really meaningful key to this. I have a few clients that I've worked with for a while. And it seems like we're, we have been up until recently in this pattern of this is what I'm going to do. Oh, but I didn't do it again. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, but I didn't do it again. This is what I'm going to do. No, I'm really going to do it. I have a plan. Oh my gosh, why am I not doing it? And the line of questioning that I usually take with clients when they establish that pattern, when they communicate that pattern to me or they share that problem, I ask them, what is your thought process as you let yourself off the hook, as you make this excuse, as you say, ah, not going to do it, not going to execute this thing I said I was going to do. How are you thinking about it? And a lot of times people get annoyed with that question. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't thinking. Okay. You might not consciously be able to recognize, but you absolutely talked yourself into whatever pattern. You, the notion of like, I was mindlessly eating in some sort of fog and I had no thought, that is not real. Unless you're like sleepwalking, which I've not worked with somebody in that situation yet. The reason that that matters, the best way for me to describe it, let's start there. I read a book that I highly recommend many years ago called Fierce Conversations. I think the author is Susan Scott. Fierce Conversations. And one of the most profound things that I read in that book was the conversation is the relationship. The conversation is the relationship. And it's funny, I say that to my husband all the time because he's not a fan of the like, let's talk about it. (laughs) No. When I'm like, hey, can we have a conversation? He's like, no. (laughs) And I say to him, the conversation is the relationship. Intimacy flows from conversation. It's downstream from communication. Closeness flows from communication. It's downstream from communication. It flows from that. Safety, all of these things, fun, vitality, connection, they are downstream communication. Any outcome flows from communication, right? So so if we are communicating my husband and I only about the kids or like, Hey, I need you to take out the trash. Hey, did you run the dishwasher? Hey, can you switch the laundry over before you go to bed? Our vibe is going to reflect the energy between us is going to reflect the sort of transactional nature of our conversation. The conversation is the relationship because every feeling, every ounce of connection or lack of connection flows from that. And where we are in our relationships is a reflection of the communication in that relationship. If it's deep, if it's shallow, if it's consistent, if it's sparse, the conversation is the relationship. Now, what does this have to do with my clients who feel like, here's my plan and I'm not executing. I want it, but I'm not doing it. This idea that the conversation is the relationship is not just true with other people. It's true in our own lives. The conversation is the relationship 
we have with ourselves, the way that we talk to ourselves, we are a reflection of that. Our choices are a reflection of that. So if we are consistently not executing the plan that we set, not following through on our own standards, that is a reflection of the conversation we are having with ourselves. Whether we are consciously present for that conversation or it's just familiar patterns of thought on repeat that we hardly even notice just how sometimes you can drive to work and not even remember going through that intersection. The outcomes flow from the conversation. The outcome of the response we get from somebody else as well as the outcome of the response we get from ourselves. So back to this call we had a couple weeks ago. A couple clients were struggling with their choices. One was struggling with indulgences in the sense of like, I can't get back on track after I indulge. And she kept saying, I'll start again on Monday. Well, when the conversation is, I'll start again on Monday, the outcome is really clear. That outcome not choosing a healthy option, continuing to indulge, that outcome is a direct result of the conversation that went like, I'll start again on Monday. The conversation is the relationship. I am not surprised by that outcome when you tell me what the conversation looks like. Another client was feeling really crappy about her food choices on vacation. And she felt like her eating was off the rails. And she was saying things to herself like, and she shared this with us, What's the point? I've already blown it. When the conversation is, what's the point? I've already blown it. The choice to continue to indulge is super clear. The conversations you have with yourself are the relationship you have with yourself. The conversations you have with yourself drive the choices you make. Every single day with my clients, I'm like, you have to become a better thinker. You have to practice this. I know everybody wants a do this, do that kind of plan. Everybody wants it defined perfectly. Change doesn't happen like that. I got get that you would prefer that it does. I get that you think having this mapped out strategy is going to be the difference maker for you, but it's just not that black and white. It's not that transactional. It is about the conversations you have with yourself, and that is about being more honest, telling more of the story, being more convincing and compelling in the outcomes that you want. You know, we are ultimately always convincing ourselves. You've heard me talk about this a lot. And when you say something like, I'll start again on Monday, you just convince yourself to keep indulging and put off executing your plan until Monday. When you say, what's the point? I've already blown it anyway. That was your convincing argument to keep indulging. There are other compelling and convincing arguments that you could make that would create a totally different outcome. The conversation is the relationship. The last thing that I want to share with you guys, I was listening to something and I don't even know what it was. And I heard this line. I immediately grabbed the notes app on my phone, wrote it down. I haven't Googled where it came from. Like, I don't know who to attribute the quote to. I'll just say it's not me. It was, if you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed in war. If you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed in war. When I saw it, the first thing I did, I went into the Consistency Course Facebook group and I posted that quote there and I said, tell me what this means to you. And I loved reading the different ways that it landed for different people. And then on our call a couple weeks ago, I shared what it means to me. And I'm sure if you ask me six months or six years from now, it'll probably mean something different. 
But what this means to me, if you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed in war. It means that I have to show up and I have to do the work and I have to establish the habits in the mundane times of my life so that when shit hits the fan, I have a solid foundation. Because if I don't have a solid foundation in the like relatively mild times of life, I'm screwed in life's tough seasons. And one of the things that I shared on this call was that I'm divorced. So my marriage to Chris is my second marriage. And prior to my divorce from my first husband, I had worked my butt off to be really consistent with fitness and working out, really consistent with eating clean, and incredibly consistent in my work habits around building a business. I mean, super freaking consistent. One of the most consistent periods of my life. And then I got divorced and I was away from family. The safety net, security net of a spouse who had a job with a steady paycheck. I mean, I was like a new business owner. All of a sudden I didn't have health insurance, all these different things. But the machine that I had built working out, eating healthy, working diligently in my business, the machine kept cranking. And I feel very confident in saying that if I hadn't done that work in the quote unquote peacetime before the war, if you will, I I would have made every excuse in the world to just eat my feelings and numb out laying on the couch watching TV. If you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed more. And then I think about more recently when Dagny died, when the twins, less than two years, two years later, just over two years later, were born more than 13 weeks premature when I was in a hospital for a week before that, when I was hospitalized a month before that to have the surgery while I was pregnant. 93 days in the NICU with them, commuting hours to and from a hospital while I had a one-year-old at home. We don't know what tough seasons are ahead for us. But when I think about the way that the work I did, the sweat equity that I put in before shit hit the fan when Dagny died and all the shutdowns impacted my business, when I think about the sweat equity that I put in to my work before the twins were born and we went through that tough season The work I did in those seasons carried my family financially in seasons that I could not have predicted, that I never saw coming. If you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed in war. So you keep thinking, oh, I can wait until Monday. I'll start next week. What you're saying is I'm okay being less prepared for when I need it, when I need it financially, when I need it for my health. I say all the time that like, if God forbid I ever got a terminal diagnosis, I wouldn't want to sit and be like, I wish I had taken better care of my health. I don't want to be in that position. The arrogance to tell myself that today doesn't matter. Of course it does. Of course it does. All right, the last thing I want to say, I mentioned this in the email that I sent out a couple weeks ago, but I know not everybody gets my emails or opens them and I'm the same way. I don't open every email I get. I probably probably delete the vast majority of the emails I get. Not from clients, but, you know, emails from companies. And I guess to some of you guys, if you see primal potential in your inbox, yeah, delete. Anyway, 
I shared these things with you because they're powerful for me. But the other reason, very frankly, that I shared these with you is because I wanted you to have a sense of the conversations that we have within the consistency course and how freaking important that they are. And not only do you get to be part of these conversations in the consistency course, you also get access to the archive of past conversations like this one that I'm hitting just a few of the highlights because it was an hour and 15 or 20 minute call and I've just shared with you not even 20 minutes of it. Um, the other thing that is really kind of pressing for me to share now is in past seasons with Primal Potential, a $1,500 investment would generally reflect like 12 weeks of a group coaching container with me. But I must have been delusional and sleep deprived <laughs> when I priced the consistency course because for that price point, there's no limit. It's not 12 weeks. It's not 1200 weeks it's you have unending access to this stuff and therefore to me uh which is insane <laughs> I mean it's insane like to think that right now I'm going live every single week in addition to all the tools and the resources and the consistency calendar that I send and all of the other elements of the consistency course in addition to the fact that I add tools and resources every single week on top of these coaching calls and there's there's no expiration on the access. There's well over, there's multiple, 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 multiple times the value of what would have traditionally been 1500 bucks to work with me for 12 weeks. I mean, it, the value is insane. When I tell people that are my colleagues or that I'm in masterminds what... I'm giving for this price point, they're like, that's, that's insane. I mean, you, when you factor in the time that you're putting into it, if somebody's with you paying attention to this for five years, I mean, they're paying pennies, you're getting paid pennies for your time. And they're not wrong. And so the price structure is changing uh, this month in July, probably towards like the middle of the month. I don't have those details yet. But I'm sharing that with you because I don't want you to see that in two, three weeks and be like, I didn't know that was going to happen. And I would have joined, you know, for the year that the price more than a year that the price was what it was. So I don't want anybody to be like, oh, I've been saving and I was waiting and I didn't know the price was changing because I've said it a few times now. And so if you, this is unending access, plus you get access to all of the things that I've been adding over the last, I don't know, 16, 18, 20 months or so. Um, so don't sleep on it because I know you're going to be disappointed <laughs> when at some point, if you haven't realized the value already, you realize it and then you realize that the price structure changed. So this is your opportunity to take advantage of that. The link is in the show description. If you've got questions about it, you want to talk more about your reservations or anything along those lines, shoot me an email, Elizabeth at primalpotential.com. I am the only person who sees my emails. I respond to all of my emails, even though I delete 90% of the emails that come from brands. Anyway, I hope this was valuable to you. Keep in mind the things we talked about. Wanting it does not lead to working for it. The conversation is the relationship. And if you don't sweat in peace, you'll bleed in war. Check the show description for the link to the consistency course. Shoot me an email if you have any questions. And we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>